pull the lever. Good morning, everybody. This is the Morning Drive with David. Today is Friday, August the 3rd, and for some reason, I'm in a pretty daggum good mood. But, I saw something this morning on uh, on Facebook, a little video, that got me to thinking, and I, like I said, I ain't got many people listening to my channel, but hopefully my audience will grow later on, and somebody will go back in time and listen to this, and maybe... Just maybe take um, take it to heart and put it into practice in their everyday life. The video I saw was of, and for people that don't know, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you. And people that do know know what it's like when you get when you split up or you get divorced or whatever the situation may be, to where a child is not living with the mother and the father. Um, you have, as long as, you know, everything is the way it should be and each parent gets to see the child, you have a point in time where the child gets exchanged from one parent to the other. Now, in this situation I saw in this video, it was during a exchange and the parent bringing the child to in possession of the child uh, was holding the child and to me the child looked to be about five or six years old and the parent was holding the child as if it was a two-year-old or even a uh, one-year-old you know had it on had had the child on their hip and by that age I don't really see the need in that I see the need and the child can walk let the child walk, you know, but regardless, they, uh, she, she was being carried. The child was a girl. She was being ch carried by the, the one parent and the other parent was standing outside their car. Well, the first parent was going to put the child in the car. And the child and the parents that owned the car were like, I don't, I don't want you near my car. I don't want you putting our child in my car. I can do it myself. There's no need in you doing it. And it became a power struggle. Now, imagine this couple hadn't been broke up too long. If they, are, if they have, then they have a lot of bitterness in their relationship. But I'm thinking it was um, a newly split up relationship. So now they're trying to fight for power over that situation. I saw too many things wrong with this situation. One, as a person that is uh, divorced myself, and as a child that was in that position. They shouldn't be having this argument in front of the kid, period. Because then that puts some kind of... Uh, strain on the child's life as far as needing to feel like who they uh, align themselves with, which no child should be put in that position, especially at that young of an age. But both parents were being petty. The, the parent who, were, who was receiving the child should, and I get pride, I get wanting to have control over your situation, 
but should have just let the other parent put the car, kid in the car. Plain and simple. And then later on, outside of the kid's hearing range, have a talk with that parent about how, you know, that's inappropriate. You don't need to put the kid in my car. I can put my child in my car. I'm a grown-up. And then the other parent should, what the other parent should have done was open the door. The child looked old enough to unbuckle herself. So let the child unbuckle herself. And then get out of the car. Hug your child. Say, have a good weekend with whichever parent they're going to. I love you. Bye. And let that be it. Don't drag on the goodbyes. Because trust me, I get it. I get the, I get the need and want to sit there and tell your child how much you love them. And how much you're going to miss them. And how much you wish you could see them every day. And how much you know you hate not being able to tuck them in every night. I get that. I really, really, really get that. But as a child receiving that kind of attention, I also understand how sooner or later the child's going to feel like it's their fault. They've done something wrong. They don't know what. They don't know how. But apparently they've done something wrong because they're making you cry. I've been through that. And... See, my mom, she lived in a different state. And every year, whenever I would go up there, I'd get this long, drawn-out goodbye. I started going up there when I was like eight or so. And then, apparently one summer, I don't remember doing this, but she remembers it because it must have been a turning point in her life. I came to her and I told her I, I, I probably shouldn't go up there anymore. I must have been like nine or ten or so when I said this to her. I said, I don't think I need to come here anymore. And she said, why? And it's because I told her, I said, I make you cry every time I come up here. I make you sad. And that's the way I was looking at it. I was making her cry. So from then on, that's what she did. She said, you know, goodbye and gave me a hug. Told me she loved me, put me on my plane, and let me go home. And that's what you have to do. You have to deal with your shit. You don't have to deal with your shit along with your child. Do not make your child deal with your shit with you. You are a grown-up. They are not. I don't know what anybody might take out of this, but I'm hoping somebody listens. And some adults out there just need to grow up for their kids' sake. But y'all have a good day. Have a good weekend, and I will talk to y'all later. Remember, I think I can get voicemails or something if y'all download the uh, Anchor app, and y'all can do that. I think uh, I think it says that in a little announcement after my podcast. Anyway, um, I'm gonna set up another Facebook page. Uh, the other one got weird. I want to try to figure out how to make it a closed group. Um, so I'm gonna work on that. Or if somebody else knows how to do it, feel free to do it. But and and just let me in on it but i'm gonna try to do that today and uh and if you leave me your name or something then i will add you to the group if you want to be added we'll see you later